Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of our friends around the world. This is Gingerly, episode 13. I'm Purple Soy 22 with my co-host, Style Pigeon. How's it going, Style Pigeon? What's new in the Pigeonverse? So, uh, things have been crazy lately. I'm having a lot of fun um, building the Pigeon brand and and just being Pigeon. (laughs) Um, So, you asked what's new. Uh, That's on purpose. Uh, We're going to probably start doing this a little bit more often um, just talking about what we've actually got going on outside of Gingerly and uh, anything that you might want to be interested in, uh, because we're realizing that our interests are more diverse than uh, Gingerly fully allows for. Um, so today, the big bit of news is the first ever Gingerly related or Bitcoin related merch from us. Uh, we're really excited to announce that styledpigeon.com is actually up and running now. Um, there's some a bunch of my personal stuff on there, but at the very top, you'll be able to find the merch. Uh, these are AI generated images that I did some design work for. Um, and, you know, I did all the prompt gen and all that, uh, and then did some Photoshop work after the fact uh, to get those up there for you. So if you want some Bitcoin merch that's a little bit different and not just a big orange B on a t-shirt, um, you can head over to styledpigeon.com and pick that stuff up now. Um, while while you're there, I always appreciate you checking out the website. That's kind of going to become the hub for all of the Styled Pigeon stuff um, and hopefully have a Discord and stuff coming up soon, but that's in the future. So that's what's going on with me. How about you? Do you have anything going on lately this past week? Yeah, I, first of all, I love that. And to the people that didn't specifically notice, there are two color options. There's black and there's purple. Because I realized on Twitter the other day that I don't have enough purple gear. Um, <laughs> and you and each, each one can come in either black or purple. So you can just click on the drop down box so, and change the color. I'll add to that. Um, there are actually full options. So the, uh, the Bitcoin t-shirt, the one that actually looks like a coin, has uh, some extra options in there uh, thrown in for, because uh, I know, I was as we were talking amongst some friends and uh, talking about favorite colors and whatnot. And so I added some light blue for uh, casual and a couple other colors, just in case somebody wants to actually be fashionable instead of being rugged looking like me. <laughs> purple and rugged that's that's how we roll <laughs> i love it um man for me uh the last couple of weeks have been crazy um i'm i'm sure we'll dive in more because we're going to be talking about stacks we're going to be talking about ordinals today we're talking with our good friend jack Benswitch about hustling so i'm really excited i'm sure we're going to get into a lot of the stuff that you know both of us have been working on uh but hey before we dive in real quick i want to give a, a plug for our sponsors roundly x i'm super thankful for roundly x they're simple to use app that allows you to round up your purchases into Bitcoin and other digital assets every time you spend. Um, I find it the easiest way to keep stacking Bitcoin. You can use code gingerly, as you can see on the screen here, to sign up and get $4 of Bitcoin when you finish your first roundup, which is dope. And if you're into NFTs or any other financial assets, you can track all of those in RoundlyX alongside your uh, crypto. So check them out, RoundlyX.com. Uh, and without further ado, let's dive in. Nick, could you roll the video, please? awesome awesome we got to get mr jack ben switch up on stage here <clears throat> mr special guest hey man welcome to the show hey how y'all doing thanks for having me this is this is gonna be a lot of fun yeah absolutely dude i've been really excited to, to have this conversation me and pigeon have been talking Same. about bringing you on the show for gosh at least a couple months now so i'm glad we finally made it happen no it's cool you know this is officially my very first podcast 
So, oh, hey. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, what so an honor is, for us, fantastic. actually. <laughs> yeah, this is, cool. this is awesome. Yeah. I can That's finally awesome. convince my my wife that all of this time I've spent in this space has paid <laughs> off, right? You're legit, man. Yeah. I remember the first time I came on my first podcast, and it was a Bitcoin live show uh, with my producer, Nick. So, you know, yeah, full circle, dude. It's really cool. Oh, hey, um, could you give us like a brief word of intro? And then other than that, we're just going to kind of keep it informal and talk through some questions and, you know, chat about hustling in the crypto space. Yeah, um, actually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a husband. I, I have six kids. I uh, being a, being a dad's like the best thing I've ever done with my life. And uh, some congratulations are in order. Right. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I haven't um, mentioned that on the page yet. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, so. You know, I, I in in my my fiat mining job, I am a uh, registered nurse. I've been doing that for quite some time. Uh, critical care management. Um, you know, now now I do more uh, providing palliative care for for people with chronic conditions who you know they're they're towards the end of their lives. And uh, yeah, that's cool. I uh, I got into crypto back in 2017 actually so I've, I've, I've been in the space here for a minute now nice and uh this is this is my passion right so uh and it, it feeds into it's 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 weird how when you go through life you know you, you you kind of stack things on top of one another and they build on earlier things that you've done and i, I feel as though like being here right now is is exactly where i'm supposed to be you know yeah I, I do know, man, I 100% agree with what you're saying. I am in the very fortunate position of being able to work in Web3 full time myself, uh, both Neoswap and Realmly X. And man, it's what I've always wanted to do. So um, and, and you know, Pigeon, I, I know you're starting to feel in a similar way between your fiat mining job and then also adding in all of these awesome new things that you're working on, right? Yeah, yeah, Jack, so that you're aware, uh, I think we've mentioned this before, but I'm one of the people that just calls and tries to bug you about new medications that come out. Um, I actually manage an inside pharma team or pharma sales team. Um, so we'll have to talk about uh, some products later on. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I can't get let you go without oh, cool. <laughs> giving you a detail. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I, I often lament uh this evening i'll go through my normal coping mechanisms to get my head right for the fact that i have to go into work tomorrow uh and mine some fiat like you said i like that terminology right. um but yeah, no. constantly trying to you know make time to actually hustle uh, and i guess that's uh in no small part what the episode's really about is how uh really how we are trying to do what john has done in some capacity I'm, I'm sure you're actually more fulfilled uh working in palliative care and whatnot um than many people that work in the space having to deal with doctors or family practice or something like that maybe it's just a grind for them um palliative care can be actually really rewarding um you're right just help being be. able to help people during that stage um john and i actually had to go through um some witnessing some of that fine work being done in our personal lives fairly recently. Uh, so one, thank you for what you do for that space, but also I can't wait to see what happens in the near future with this space too. Um, and, and I watch you hustle and every time I see something on Twitter, I I'm blown away at your, just your amount of presence that you can put forward online and, and contribute to the space in the way that you do. 
Oh, thank you. That, that, that means a lot. And you know, I, this, what I do now for a living is about the only, the only kind of, uh, of nursing that I can really tolerate anymore. Not, not just, uh, physically, uh, you know, I've, I had a bad back before I started nursing. It's about at the end mm-hmm. of its rope, but it is the most rewarding thing, right? There's, there's so much frustrated frustration in, in healthcare and in that space and, and, got into it to want to help people in the first place. And this is actually where you can help people the most as odd as that sounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I really, I, I love that. And I echo pigeons. Uh, thanks to you for sure. It's been a uh, really cool to be able to see that part of, of life, you know, from our perspective. So, um, yeah, I, I want to just dive into so the episode title. We started off with, uh, the web three writing revolution, which we're definitely going to get into, but something that Pigeon and I have been talking about recently is this idea of Bitcoin changing people for the better in ways that have nothing to do with finances or with uh, money or things like that. Like health is often an area that tends to improve in people's lives when they get into Bitcoin. And that's pretty dang cool, in my opinion. Um, but so one thing that we talked about when we were talking about what we were going to chat with Jack Benswitch about um, was hustle because that's something that people throw around loosely in the space. But both Pigeon and I agree, and especially in the stack space, stacks space, but also just in our network in general. Jack Benswitch is one of the biggest hustlers that we know, and so we wanted to talk Thank about you. what is it that draw, like what is it about Web three that makes you hustle so hard? And I think that we're going to do this in general and start asking our guests. You know, hey, what drives you? But like, I think you're the first person, the great first person to start this conversation on. That's cool. And it's, you know, it's an answer that that is a little more complex than than you would think initially in that for one. You know, if I, I remember back in like 2006 or so. I, I learned who, no, it was about 2004, I learned who Ron Paul was, okay? Um, <laughs> you know, Ron Paul is this goat and, and the, talking about in the Fed and audit the Fed and all of these different things. And uh, so you start learning and you start realizing, hey, something's not right. You know, something's, something's off. And, and then when you see it, you can't unsee it. That's, that, that's, that's the underlying motivation of this is that we have a broken financial system that disenfranchises people and it 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 really has caused a lot of pain in the world and uh so that that's the probably the the foundation and then as you build up from that you know you you get into we're also at the same time akin to like the the san francisco gold rush miners right like when when you see where this is going you you realize the scope of the opportunity that that is present in this space and you you not just not just financial but the opportunity to actually build the things that need to be built in order for us to to transition away from this uh the, the this this federal reserve system central banking system uh scam right so yeah that that that's important and 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 you know so you you're like wow what 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 does it take to to get from where we are to where we want to be and and it quite simply comes down to a matter of education for the vast majority of people 
right? Mm -hmm. Most people just do not know how their money works. They've never thought about it. You know, I've, I've talked to people in real life who still astonishingly believe that their money's backed up by gold. Right. So yeah. then you're <laughs> like, okay, education. That's so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of the long answer to a concise question. <laughs> no, I think that's a perfect answer uh, because you know, I'm, I've been a gamer for a really long time. And so a lot of times when I'm thinking about things, I'll, I'll do it from a gaming perspective. Right. And it's when you get into the Web3 space, it's almost like a choose your character sort of thing to begin with. And that character is based on whoever you are outside of that. Right. So you take this like um, very educational approach. And that's something that likely you have to do with patients on a regular basis. You know, you say, Correct. hey, by the way, patient, you have hypertension. This is what that means. I know you can't feel it, but these are the repercussions of that. And so we're going to treat it this way. And this is how that all works. Right. That's educational. For me, it was a sales thing. And, you know, I was I was actually looking at the space and uh, listening to some of the stuff that John had going on. And I was like, wow, like, really, the problem is that nobody's providing any good sales messaging for crypto. Like everybody's so smart and so disconnected from what we would call normies that there's no way that they can linguistically interpret this for people to actually understand. So it's like we're all doing what we would do otherwise just in this space now. And I think that's another element of how it, you know, injects itself into your life and then starts to change things somehow. It's almost like a possession is how I think right. about it. It's like all of a sudden I'm possessed by this information um, that I can't let go of. And it's something I call Fight Club Syndrome. You remember the movie Fight Club, Edward Norton and oh, yeah. Brad Pitt? Okay, yeah. cool. Love that. So Love that flick. When I when I was in high school, I started doing free running and parkour as a way to kind of just be a, a little bit more of a man. And I, I wanted to be physical and have this thing. And it started feeling like this secret that I had that nobody else understood. And it was like, I knew something that nobody around me knew at all. They had no, no way to fathom what I'm experiencing. And that's a lot of what Web3 feels like to me. And we run a very dangerous, walk a very dangerous line between uh, knowing that information and feeling good about it and therefore not wanting other people to know. But I've, I've experienced the stack space as being the exact opposite. It's like, I know this special thing and I want to give it to anyone that I can. Right. And that's a very astute observation. Like that's, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, John, keep us on track because otherwise I have a feeling no, that yeah. Jack and I are going to be off <laughs> to the races. This is exactly what I wanted, to be honest. So um, I want to come back to the heavier, heavier, to the more weighty question uh, later. I'm going to go ahead and preview. I'm going to ask you in a little while, how has Bitcoin and Web3 changed your life? But leading up to that, so you've been in this space since 2017. And I, probably to people who are watching right now, you're known as, you know, the awesome explorer, Mohawked Explorer Guild <laughs> guy that that yeah. writes incredible content. Um, and so I kind of want to hear what was the journey like to becoming Jack Benswitch? You know, like how did you go from getting into crypto in 2017 to now being one of the most prolific writers in the Stacks ecosystem? Like, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's a fascinating journey that you've taken. I want to hear more about it. Cool, man. Um, so it's a good question with a long answer i uh back in 2017 uh i had i'd been doing healthcare management for a while um and 
I when when you get that close to the the you see how the sausage is made, so to speak, right? You kind of get disenfranchised. And I, I have a, a heart for elderly people. And I started my first startup and uh which was going to be focused on providing a, a better alternative in the market for for long-term health care than is currently on the market and i failed spectacularly because i did not have product market fit turns out that people assume that when their parents or grandparents need that kind of care that the care they're going to get is great so you it, it it failed spectacularly i i literally i literally lost everything i uh I, I had to borrow money from my my mother to get my car out of repossession, and I had to borrow money from a nursing agency to take the pay the gas money to get to a travel nurse assignment so I could start rebuilding my life. And it was during that assignment where I'd, I'd heard about Bitcoin back in like 2010, 2012 uh, on TV, Max Kaiser talking about it. And I, I'd had so much going on in my own life at that time. Uh, I, I had a father who was chronically ill and I, uh, I, I didn't really pay any attention. And, and so I'm, I'm out here, I'm in this hotel, you know, going back and forth to, well, in an extended stay, actually going back and forth to work, no one to talk to, just a lot of time on my hands. So a lot of time on the internet and, and, and Bitcoin's really starting to take off. And at the same time, I'm I'm in a period of, in the year where I know I have property taxes coming due quick. So I'm like, I have to make some money. Like I I have to I have to make money. I have to pay my taxes. And uh, I started like just blindly and somehow by the grace of God, lucking out and and making some money so I could pay my taxes. Wow. And 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 that was like that was it. That was the start, right? Because when I, when I got into it, I, I, I have a personality that is one that I get hyper-focused on things. And so I, I was like, I have to learn about this. Yeah. And, and when I, when I started to understand it and, and in crypto has an incredibly steep learning curve for me mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. And, uh, as I started to understand it, I, I did see a lot of potential. So I, I never really got cynical about things like altcoins. Because uh, I always knew that this technology was was going to be able to do something, and I'm I'm old enough to remember the original dot com boom, right? Like, right. Every and it was the same thing. People saw potential. Then there was just a bunch of everything slapped a dot com on it, a bunch of vaporware. Most of it failed, but some really amazing things were built. So I knew this was coming, right? Yeah. Um. So initially, my my foray into crypto just became one of 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 learning how to trade, and uh. But as as you go and, and you start to realize it, you get away from Coinbase and you start trading on these different exchanges and you start getting into these little small crypto communities and you're like, wow, community is kind of a big part of this, right? Like this is this is fun. This is exciting. This is a way to relate with other people who think like you do. And 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 then, you know, as you go through the years, you start seeing Web3, this Web3 idea. And, and I'm actually working on a thesis about crypto people and Web3 people. I haven't fully <laughs> put my thoughts oh, together yet, but this it's, is fascinating. it's, it's going to be cool. But it, it, the uh, but yeah, so you start seeing this and you start having some ideas about how things should be, you know, in terms of community and how we relate to each other and, and the, the way that, you know, you can have an economic model built on top of all of these things. And I'm just not a technical dude. I... 
I'm not right. Like I can, I can degen crypto any way, shape or form. Like if anyone listening knows what trade ogre is like, I was there, I was at trade ogre. I can, I'll, I'll, I'll do any of this, but I'm not technical. And I always wanted to participate. I always knew there was some way to participate and, and I just didn't know what it was. And as the, the, uh, as this becomes a more mature space, you're seeing that play out, right? Not just with being able to write about these things, but like think about how many gifted artists there are who were also into crypto. And then once NFTs became a thing, they're like, they can now participate, right? Yeah. And your musicians and, and so forth. And so you're seeing this, 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 this technical layer being built on top where there's the social layer and then there's these other things. And I'm, I'm sure that trend's just going to keep continu continuing. So, uh, when I, when I discovered stacks initially, it was back in late 20, well, probably October of 2022. And mm -hmm. I can't remember the price off the top of my head, but the chart was looked very toppy. I'm like, okay, this, th I'm gonna put this on my radar, but I'm not buying right now. This is just yeah. no. So, Mm -hmm. by like March, uh, things started looking like they were getting ready to bottom was going to fall out. I started doing a little more research and, uh, I was like, wow, stacks, this is, this is it. Like, this is the, this is what I've been looking for. Like, this is yeah. real utility. It's on Bitcoin. Uh, and then I, 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 I saw something about rider ID on Twitter and I started kind of delving into what they were doing. And, and when I saw the rider device and their vision for it, I'm like, that's the iPod, bro. That's yeah. that is literally going to do what the iPod did for 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 essentially Web two, right? So I was like, man, I I have to get into these NFTs a little bit and just see what's going on because up until that point, I just traded traded tokens and coins, right? And I uh, and then I found uh, you know, Sigil and and I, I like the PFP and I, I start doing a little research and and it's like whoa this is awesome i i love blogs like yeah i've been reading blogs since the early 2000s this is this is fantastic so i i i just and when i started writing i really didn't know what i was going to write about other than i just wanted to write about things i liked right and uh and in in one of my earlier posts i wrote something personal and someone reached out to me uh via dm on twitter and said that it helped them like reading what i said like help them and and when that happened i was i was all in like yeah. i was like this is what i'm supposed to do like that's what matters so yeah. i uh that's that that that's pretty much how it started i love that man i it's crazy how similar of a journey we took because i took the content production route myself when i first started learning about crypto way back in the day um nothing existed but forums like there wasn't even right. really websites or videos and so i was like you know what i'm gonna just start writing about this stuff because i need to see if i can understand it well enough to put it into plain english you know and um what's that, that's what's crazy about this space is that if you see a need and you feel like you can you can fill a hole you can just do it you know it's not like you have to be right. a part of a company or you have to know anything special or have a degree or you know anything like that so that's actually been one of the big um changes for me as far as how Bitcoin has changed my life, so to speak, um, is I'm, I'm not a very social person unless it's like one-on-one, two-v-one max. Uh, I don't like to be doing the Twitter thing. That takes a lot of effort for me to 
actually keep up with everyone. Um, it's exhausting for me, actually. Uh, so one of the things that pulled me so hard into Web3 uh, was actually just being welcomed into the Bitcoin Badgers community, where they were like, hey, all we do is play mini golf uh, in VR on Wednesdays. <laughs> like, that's all you have to do. And right. I was I would show up for the mini golf sessions and they'd be dropping alpha about this project or that project because everybody's so involved in the community. And I was like, holy cow, like somebody wants to hear this information. And somebody also likes VR, just like the Bitcoin Badgers do. And so I was like, hey, like I've got a I've got a PC rig that could easily stream this while we're playing vr which is a sizable load um john knows what i mean it's not a, it's yeah. like the, the i used to stream it computational my computer power. Handle it. <laughs> um, so my my pc can handle it and uh so i just started doing that for them and all of a sudden they're like hey why don't you come to the community uh meetings and you know give us your input on this that or the other and like this morning i was in a call for uh, a VR game that's in development. Like how, how did I, wow. how did I get here? I know nothing about exactly. VR development. Um, but it's just, I'm, I'm good at being the dumb dumb and asking the questions and being like, I don't understand this. You need to explain it better. Um, and hopefully it helps and I get to be involved in the community and have a blast and, and be part of this brand new world we're somehow building. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's right. And, 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 and purple, you said it right, man. Like, you don't need permission. You know, the, the zero authority uh, dial guys really, that's their, their philosophy. And, and when, when I first spoke to them and they, they talked about that, it was just like, it clicked, right? You don't need permission. Like this is your work ethic, your values, your, your, your drive, your talents, that's your ticket, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, either it get you get rewarded or not based off of the quality of your effort. And I think that's something that encourages hustlers like the three of us, four of us on this call, including Nick, you know, like we see an opportunity and we're like, I know that I can put in the quality of effort to put out something that no one else has put out. Or if they if someone else has like, I know I can do it in my particular way and people can find it, you know, and it's it's crazy because people used to say back in 2016, 17, oh, like crypto's big thing is cutting out the middleman. You know, people don't really talk about that as much anymore because it's assumed, but it's still really freaking cool to be able to think I can blog and I can even get direct monetary compensation for my blog in crypto without having to worry about, you know, royalties or the big guy taking from me and all that kind of stuff. So it's really right, powerful. Right. It is. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm fascinated now that we've talked about content production and all that kind of stuff. Um, one thing that Pigeon and I are constantly wrestling over is how to pronounce the name uh, Sigil, Sigil, whatever. I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I it, the confusion, I think, because, comes because the, 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 the team, the, the Sigil team, they're, they're French, right? So uh, okay. I, I think it's just a matter of a Sigil you know, probably being, you know, pronounced Sigil with, with that, with, with that dialect. Right. Uh, so I, 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 I try to, I say Sigil just because that's, that's what I understand the, the word. Right. But, 
you know, if I'm ever on a call with Leo and Quentin and the rest of the team, I'll, I'll call it whatever they want. Like, I'm just so yeah, crazy yeah. about those dudes, you know? That's fair. <laughs> yeah. They're always doing incredible stuff. Um, I'm, I have the pleasure of working with them right now at NeoSwap. Uh, BitClay is just doing a really cool ordinals drop right now. Um, so, yeah, awesome yeah. team. Uh, but, hey, could you break down, like, kind of for our audience, what Sigil is, you know, like, how, how you use it, how people could get into it, just to kind of give our audience an idea, you know? Yeah, so I think the the biggest takeaway is 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 that when you go back to like March 2022, um, it, you, if you remember, the social media censorship was like at an all time high, right? Yeah, and yeah. and then so here's this blog that it's it's gated. You own the NFT, and now you have access to the application. For and that's called the you, Explorer co- Collection, right? Is that's the correct? Yeah. So you you own this, and that is lifetime access to this 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 platform, and it is like everything else built on stacks anchored to Bitcoin, right? So when you when you use it, nobody else uses your data. It's all about your your own keys. Wow. You know, I I when I when I publish something, it is published. It, it's it, and, and nobody can alter anything about it. So that is the first thing that really drew me to it. Like, you know, because I, I was an outspoken critic of, of like the pandemic and so forth. And I got kicked off of Twitter a bunch of times. And and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to shut up. So I'm, I'm going to use this uh, and, and nobody can stop it. Right. So that, that's the first thing. And, and they, they, you know, it's such a cool it's such a cool product. It's such a cool team. They were one of the first, if not the first to like fund their development through the NFT sales. And, uh, and so they're always pushing updates. And, but even back then it was, it was still, you know, it was much more primitive than it is now, but Mm -hmm. you know, I can, I can track my analytics. I can see, you know, there's, there's a variety of metrics you can measure using, using their app. Uh, and you can use it for free without it. You just don't have access to all of the tools, right? Sure. Um, I, I can I can track analytics. I had there's a newsletter. You know, you can you can now send a newsletter out to people, and they're doing some really cool stuff where they're 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 integrating a whole this this whole new suite of features that's really going to put this on the map for for a larger audience and at the end game is you'll you'll be able to have subscriptions just like substack or or what have you and and most people don't know that yet it's it's not on their radar and uh and 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 my my personal thing i'll tell any content creator who's writing about who's writing about crypto in this space right now when you have Mr. Burns, I mean, Gary Gensler, you know, running around here, you know, acting at the behest of Goldman Sachs, I bet you that if, unless, you know, because we're at this tension point with this industry, with our tech versus people trying to stop our tech, man, if you're, if, if you're making your living on Substack and writing about crypto, I'd be worried. Yeah. I'd be worried, you know, just straight up. Like and not to mention the fact that why why are you writing about, you know, the future using an application on the past? Right. And yeah. And and at the very least, the other thing to consider is why would you want to be a, you know, small fish in a big pond? You're you're on Substack, you know. This is this is being early to something has its has its benefits, right? Amen. You know, yeah, being 100%. an early adopter 
I would, I would a hundred percent rather be an early adopter to a brand new technology. Any, any, especially if it aligns with my values, especially with reliance, what I want to talk about and, and, and believe in. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the 25,000 foot view of, of, of sigil. And I, I do believe that, uh, they are going to, to that it's going to be an amazingly popular used app going forward. I, I, I am incredibly excited to see how this goes. Yeah, I definitely I could see it as like the medium of Web3. You know, I got my start on medium and, and they went down the censorship route hardcore. And so I just stopped publishing there. Um, you know, that was my choice. But that's that wasn't, you know, I, I escaped. Right. I wasn't removed right. from the system. But that's just me kind of seeing the writing on the wall. So. Uh, Pigeon, I know you've written some with Sigil too. How was your experience uh, getting content up? Oh, the experience with getting content up is great. Uh, they have a super easy to use platform. Um, I'm actually a free user. I don't pay for anything yet. So um, I don't have those extra features and tools. But what I wanted to use it for was hosting my content on Web3. Um, I wanted to be able to have articles and things that are associated with my NFT projects. And it just didn't seem quite right to do that on a Web3 plat or a Web2 platform. I felt that that should be at least somehow related to Web3. So that's why I use, uh, I, I call it Sigil, but again, we'll I like Sigil. let us know. <laughs> yeah, I think well, Sigil so makes a lot of sense. From gaming, you have a Sigil that's like a, a um, like an emblem right yeah that's what and, i was thinking of yeah that's yeah, what i was so, thinking of as well yeah. but i i need another word to match up with what this company is um so i'm <laughs> i'm teetering back and forth as a linguistics <laughs> person I, I can't decide how I, if i want to go the prescriptivist route or the descriptivist route we'll see yeah um i like it so and uh actually i think john or uh pick points out a uh, jack picks out a really important point here um you're effortlessly yourself, it seems, on Twitter when I see you on there. You, I, I respect, number one, I respect the hell out of your insistence to never stray from your values. That's what all of my art is about, by the way. The Style Pigeons, the Warrior Pigeons, all of that is about value systems and the uh, apparent lack of encouragement towards adopting a value system in today's culture. Um, but you stand by yours. Um, is that something that was consciously battled out for you as to how to be that person? Or are you just effortlessly yourself and uh, haters be damned? No, I, I can't take any credit for it. You know, I, I come from a working class background and, uh, and, and, and I, my, my, my father was a great provider and, and we, but you know, you're just born where you're born. And so you have a value system inherent growing up in that, that, uh, that type of place. And then you also have biology. Like I, we could call my mom, get her on this call real quick and she'll tell you exactly what she feels about all of us. <laughs> and, uh, but so, so actually what i have to do what i what i do more often than not is i actually self-censor more than than i than I, I i would like to and i i do that out of respect for other people's feelings because you know a lot of people are pretty emotionally fragile i mean I, i'm just gonna I, i'm gonna say it like i see it you know especially yeah. on social media 
and and I don't want to like intentionally hurt somebody or make their day worse or make them feel bad. I, I don't want to do that. So I, I self-censor a little more than I should. And, and it's, it, but at the same time, you know, you have to be true to who you are. You know, that's one of the biggest life hacks that, that anyone will ever learn is the quicker, you know, who you are and what your values are, the the easier your life's going to be for the remainder of it. Fight, trying to fight against who you are is, is a losing battle. So you, you, if you have values, you know, you have to be able to articulate them. You have to be able to defend them and you have to be open to the possibility that you're wrong. And uh, and that that's that's pretty much that, you know, when I was a teenager, you, you, the, the term politically incorrect came up. Right. That that's the first time anyone really heard about this idea of, well, you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't say that. And, and then that has, that was the seed of the wokeness tree we have now, right? Where, so I think the reason why most people don't um, say, or or more inclined to say what they think is because you, you know, you've, you've had a whole generation now working on a, a second generation that's just been trained through positive and negative reinforcement to only say certain things. And, and, you know, I rejected that in, in my youth and I, I reject that today because it's just not helpful. Like you can be respectful for other people. You can, you can be respectful of other people's feelings while still saying something that you believe is true. And so I, I, I do walk that line. I, I do try to be very respectful because at the end of the day, you know, we all, we're either doing one of two things. We're either putting more love in the world or we're, we're putting more negative things in the world. And, and, and ideally I want to put more love in the world. Like that's, that aligns with, with what we should, what we should all do. You know, we're not just individuals. We're this entire biomass and, and, and everyone's well-being is connected at some level. Right. So I, I don't want to do that, but yeah, I, 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 I just, I don't put much thought into it other than just making sure what I'm saying is, is constructive while still, you know, while still being, you know, what I, I believe to be true and, and reflected in my values. Yeah. It's, I, I, I mean, really that's very that. clearly well thought through. Them. Um, you've clearly spent a lot of time with that, um, whether it was intentional or just happened naturally. i respect that like crazy i go through the battle a lot um i actually have a small file on my phone that is for pictures of things that i didn't post on twitter um because because that solves the like i want to have the final word immaturity in me like i can just have that (laughs) over here without you know uh, doing the harmful part and uh, ripping into somebody when i maybe really want to (laughs) right Um, but my my highest value is truth uh, and that's the big struggle for me is I I feel called by whatever force runs the universe to um, sp- speak truth uh, whenever I say something. And that often leads to a, a indecision that I'm uncomfortable with because um, there are plenty of instances where speaking the truth outright would be inappropriate and impolite. Um, and so I, I feel you on walking the line. Uh, that's not an easy thing to do. And I'm sorting it out for myself right now as, as you know, 
I dive further and further into all this. Um, what do you think Bitcoin and Web3 has to do with truth? Well, I think that at, at, at the fundamental level, and I think people are just starting to realize this with ordinals and inscriptions, is that Bitcoin is is completely honest. There There is no deception to be found in Bitcoin. That That's the brilliance of it. And, and, you know, our, our, I can, I can speak as an American, you know, I I don't know what it's like in other countries. I I have some idea what it's like in other Western nations, but we have a a very tenuous grasp on, on the truth. And, and we have this idea that, that, well, this might be true now and it might be true then, or just that it's easier to lie about something and, and, it, but that the deception is a very crafty thing and and when you when you start accepting smaller lies and it's just like when you're a little kid and you you do something your parents don't want you to do and you try to cover it up if you told them something earlier and instead of them finding it out later you you wouldn't have gotten as much trouble bitcoin eliminates the the human factor from that altogether i mean it's all there on the chain so I, I believe that aside from the, the the financial aspect of it, aside from Bitcoin being hard money, now we're like, oh wow, Bitcoin can also be a matter of of record keeping. You know that that's that's why I like Sigil. I, I think that not every single record needs to be put straight on the block, but if you can go ahead and and develop systems and apps where you can still utilize that to to have honest record keeping. That that changes the game. I mean, how how often does does a politician or, or or some public figure, you know, say some asinine thing and then turn around and six months later you can't even find a record of it, right? So, I think that 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 Bitcoin fundamentally being something that can't lie, um, it, once that is incorporated into the culture, right? Once that becomes a, a bigger part of everyone's lives. I, I do believe it is going to be a, a force for truth just strictly because of its utility. It, it takes the, it takes the morality or, or indecision right out of it. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's one of my favorite quotes from the episode so far is that Bitcoin, Bitcoin is honest. Like that's, that's such a simple way to say it, you know? Yeah. And if you ask people these days, it, do you think that the monetary system is being run from an honest, like honestly, I think most people would say no, you know, so it's nice right. to at least be able to say, hey, here's this alternative. Um, uh, man, this has been an incredible conversation so far, dude. I want to keep it rolling because we're getting close to our full hour. Um, but so I want to know, like, personally, bringing it back to Sigil and your writing, what's been like your favorite interview or like piece of content that you've put out uh, either all time or, or even recently, however you want to approach it? It's it's hard to say, man, because here's and, and that that's the honest question, because First of all, you know that old saying, if you're the smartest guy in a room, you're in the wrong room. In this space, you never have to worry about being the smartest guy in a room. Amen, brother. Amen. (laughs) When I talk to someone like, when I talk to like John from NeoSwap, for instance, I'm just blown away by this man's intellect, right? And so when I'm interviewing John, which I'm going to have an article about NeoSwap uh, and some new stuff coming out this week. Like when I'm talking to John, I'm just like in awe of, you know, how his mind works and in all of these technical details. But then if I'm talking to like zero or hodl or, or Jim or, uh, 
or uh, Dash or or some folks like that or, or Bruff Star, and like these not not only are these really smart guys, but like they are so steeped in the culture, and 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 what you do, what I learned recently as a result of writing this blog is that this entire culture has been formed and no one really knows yet. Right. And it's a shared value system and, and you don't get it until you're like in it talking to me like, Oh my God, like this dude gets it. Like I get it. And, and this is, and, and you just want to see that spread. Right. Because we live in this like super divided world. That's the, that that's divided the benefit of people who, who are actually the ones in power. And, and then you see what the centralization actually means when you have, you have this whole value system being created. And, and when you talk to guys like that, like you, you, you see it, right. You see it, you yeah. see the innovation, you see the brilliance, you see the, the, this, this, this alternative to, to what the world is trying to serve you. And, and so it's, it's hard to say precisely, Oh, this is, this is, you know, exactly the one um, because there's, there's just good things that, that I learn every time I do this, you know, there's, there's just something, yeah. there's some new insight there's, so it, it's hard to say. I think that, uh, you know, when I, when I talked to zero authority Dow, I, I really got that concept of you don't need permission. You know, when I talked to Jim and dash of this is number one, you know, you get this concept of like, okay, these dudes went into NFTs because they were in the music business and they were tired of seeing people get screwed on royalties. And like, here's a smart contract on Bitcoin and these guys were already Bitcoiners and they just knew like this solves that problem, right? And you talk to Bruffstar who's like, yeah, I was, you know, I built on Ethereum because that's the thing that was, that, that was going on. And then just as we were minting, we discovered stacks and I'm like, so I just built this whole apparatus to get these NFTs from one chain to the other and did, the fir- did it first, right? So stars a legend, man. He, yeah, he's like, doing some insane stuff. You know, and 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 you talk to Jamil from Gamma, and and that dude is just an absolute giga brain himself, yeah. and and down to earth, and and easy to talk to, and and he gets it, and he's all about the artist, and he's all about the space, and he's not an ideologue. He's like, Stacks is Ethereum on Bitcoin, essentially, and it's the. The, the best one so this is why we're doing this here and this is this is what's up right so it, yeah man it, it it's hard to single out just one just just because every time you do it it, 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 it I, I get great joy from it you know and I, I i grow a little bit every time so it's it's hard to say exactly which one even like today like these kind of interactions how much do you get out of it a lot you know and you sit yeah. and you reflect and you're like man this that was that was great we get to work in this space together and it's something super special. Like you said, being at the cutting edge is something that people traditionally haven't gotten to experience, but now here we are, you know, this is our everyday and it's, it's really exciting. Like you said, to be able to meet like-minded people. So I feel that hundred percent. That's how I feel every time I get onto this show uh, with pigeon and with any guests that we bring on, it's like, wow, I'm in the right place with the right yeah. people and it feels good. hundred yeah. percent. man. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Hey, so we got a couple last questions that I wanted to hit before we wrap up. Um, we kind of, I feel like we've kind of touched on how has Bitcoin slash Web3 changed your life, like in some sense. Uh, do you right. have any like final thoughts you want to add there? Because the last piece, the last question I want to start asking our guests is uh, a first piece of advice for no coiners. So, right. um, so, but like, yeah, how, how has your life been changed the, by Bitcoin? The, 
the biggest way it changed my life, you know, when, when I went into business, um, I did so with this idea of being able to set my children up. Um, that was, that was my, my motivation. And so getting in here and learning about this space and learning how to trade and so forth, I've been able to, you know, my oldest son, when he started his first job, I was, I was able to get him in a Bitcoin at $9,000, man. And wow. like, you know, so he's and he's been steadily investing and I can tell him, hey, look, this is a dip. You should buy it now. Now, my second oldest son, same thing. Right. Like so in an inadvertent way, in a, a way that was completely unexpected, I've I've been able to fulfill one of my goals as a father, which is, mm. again, like the most important thing to me in the world. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's probably the biggest way. No, I love that. And I, I identify with that a lot. And I know Pigeon does too. I actually just posted a meme from the Roundly X account today that said, you know, like trying to convince your family and they keep saying no, but like you realize that's okay because you get to be the Bitcoin person of the family. And like, you're going to be the person that's going to be taking care of your family down the road because of how much you're preparing now. And that's as right. a man, I mean, that's an incredibly fulfilling feeling to me. Also, and I know that it is to you guys too. By 100%. the way, that's also the story of Noah's Ark almost verbatim. <laughs> that's that's a good way to think of it. That's, yeah, that's true. That's, you that's, build yeah. a boat. that's storms coming. That's man. profound, man. Yeah. You, yeah. That is profound, dude. Yeah. We're building Sorry. an ark. I feel it. No, I feel it hardcore. Um, I, I like to take those big mythological stories and, and just inject them into people's lives. <laughs> no, <laughs> You'll start fantastic. seeing this the storm and building the boat thing more and more now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The storm's coming. Nobody's yeah, coming to save it. us. You're right. It's true. Yeah. So here we are, here we are uh, preparing for it, you know, making sure that our kids and our family are prepared too. And I love, I love doing that. I love being here with you guys building and doing all that kind of stuff. So to wrap us up, Jack, um, I would love to hear like, what's the first piece of advice you give to a no coiner? Like maybe to people that are listening to the show, you know, what would be your final word to be like, Hey, you know, here's what you need to be thinking about or doing. You know, when I, when I start talking to somebody, uh, the, the fir very first thing I said, look, just, just go buy Bitcoin. Just, mm. just literally just start there. And, and that, that starts the conversation and, and, you know, then you're like, this is why this is a better alternative. This is why this is going to be the future. But what, what people need to understand, they look at Bitcoin and they see, you know, 20 grand, they see 22 grand. They're like, oh my God. So no, no, this is, this is so early. There, there's something like 6 billion email addresses on this planet right now, <laughs> right? 6 billion. There's like, there's just what, like, I think at the most, if I remember it right, 400 million, you know, crypto wallets, right? And something how many like that, of those yeah. are owned by the same people, you right. know, like, this is early, you know, so it's not expensive. It's just expensive relative to this, you know, this, this fiat that, that is, is literally worthless. Worthless. Uh, so <laughs> if you can get past that hurdle with somebody, you know, and make them see that, I think that's the, that's the beginning. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's not expensive. You, you are early. Yes. Everyone wishes they would have got Bitcoin at 10 cents. Like, yeah. That that that's okay. If 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 Bitcoin's going to potentially be the currency of the world one day, which of of all the mainstream mags in the world, I don't even know if y'all saw this yet, the Economist magazine, their 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 front page on their their newest issue is Bitcoin's going to be the reserve currency. How did we not see this coming? Something along those lines, right? 
Like, no, you, you did know this was coming. We knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. You just wanted to keep other people from that opportunity so you could you could facilitate your scams a little bit longer. Like, yep. no, buy Bitcoin. Do it right now. And then once you start understanding, then you buy stacks because this is this, this is what, what's going to unlock Bitcoin's potential. We have a yep. whole economy that is going to be tooled using using stacks and using using proof of transfer. So buy Bitcoin, start learning, listen to shows like this, you know, just learn to get, turn off the TV and, and understand the importance of this because like, like Styled said, I mean, this is, we're building an arc here, man. So, so get your ticket. Come on, let's, let's do this. Hoorah. I feel that hundred (laughs) percent. I love it. Uh, Pigeon, any final thoughts from you as we're wrapping up here, dude? Um, well, there's a lot of thoughts. Um, this is amazing. I, I love talking to you, Jack. This is, you're Same. one of Thank my you, like inspirational figures in the space. So, um, seeing what you do all the, all the time is, is a, a big drive for me to try and continue my hustle and, and, you know, the, the turn off the TV thing. Um, that's my final thought. Uh, I've, got to turn off the TV. Yeah, now I feel that. I mean, it's really easy to be complacent and get off of work and kick back and just, you know, do your thing. But uh, it, it's also really easy to just start learning a little bit every day. We talk right. about dollar cost averaging on the show a lot, and that applies to more than just buying Bitcoin. It applies to learning Bitcoin. It applies to staying physically healthy. You know, like it applies to having conversations with friends like, We've been conditioned to not have conversations, not have social interactions as much. And that type of stuff literally just takes small, consistent effort, dollar cost averaging. So right. that's, you know, that's that's what we're about. That's the best way. I mean, most people are not cut out to be traders, but but anybody can dollar cost yep. average. And, and that's that's the best way to do it. And, and I use Roundly. I'm a fan of the product. And Thanks, uh, it's it's just a it's a great way to to just forget about it right and yeah and not that i'm i'm saying that it's good to to you know not be completely 100 all the time honest with your wife about your crypto purchases but sometimes <laughs> sometimes that's a good way to slip some under the door you know yeah no i said i say that all the time like if i know a big shopping spree is coming up you just ramp that multiplier up a little bit and be like yeah yeah go go spend it'll be great i'm, I'm gonna be happy <laughs> exactly oh man that's so great well boys this has been such a great episode i've had a great time chatting with y'all i hope that anybody that's been watching has been inspired to go learn more about bitcoin and stacks um go follow all of us on twitter like we're all here we're all hustling together jack there's so much content i'm looking forward to more content this week um you mentioned you got a couple things coming out. Do you want to tease anything out that people should yeah. be looking forward to? Um, Stacks Gens. I just I just published one about Liquidium um, yesterday, which is a protocol that allows you to get, you know, take an illiquid NFT and 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 get, you know, take a loan out against it, right? Um, and they they've they, it's a very thoughtful protocol. Um, Stacks huh. Gens has been doing some amazing things, and they they're actually you know, just for a little spoiler alert, they're they're working on decentralized stacks mining pools, which is going to be massive for the space. And it's not something that is profitable for the person who develops this, but it's so beneficial to the space, like hats off to those dudes. And they're also building an amazing GameFi infrastructure 
for stacks. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be that that's going to be one I'm going to be working on today. I've got John from NeoSwap. I'm talking to Mark from Hero uh, Wallet. And so, yeah, I've, I've got a lot that I'll be writing this week. And uh, and yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll pump them out as, as, as quickly as I can. I love it, man. I love it. That's so great. So, yeah. Hey, if you're looking for some more good content, follow Jack Benswitch on Twitter and on Sigil. Um, and yeah, this is this is good stuff, man. Again, thank you. It's a pleasure no, as you. always to talk to another hustler. Uh, and I can't wait for the next time. We'll have you back on the show for sure. You know, talk about something else crazy in a few months, I'm sure. Dude, when I, I that that's I, this is what I love to do. I love to talk to people about this. You know, my wife can only give me a dead eyed stare so much. So, <laughs> but she did. I'll say this. I'll say this. About three months ago, she made her first Bitcoin purchase on her own. Hey. No Nothing for me. Nice. So it, it, it's rubbing off a little bit, but she still don't like to talk to me about it. So, yeah, man. man. Curse little steps. About it. Little steps. <laughs> cool, dude. Well, it's been a pleasure, Jack. Um, we'll talk soon. I'll see you on the Twitterverse, Pigeon. Thanks as always, dude. I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Oh yeah. Y'all go yeah. check out the merch. Check out the merch. Stylepigeon.com. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited about it. Grab a t-shirt, whatever color you want. It's up there. <laughs> I'll be repping one soon. Awesome. Self-plug. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, y'all. All right, Nick, Thanks, if you would bro. roll the outro, please. Appreciate y'all.